You guys ready? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, hey guys, just be cool. Just be cool. Okay, right. here we go. We're rolling. Tony Weeks and the Tony Weeks Podcast. Featuring Tony Weeks. Hello and welcome to Tony Weeks and the Tony Weeks Podcast featuring Tony Weeks. It's been a long time. I have two very important members on the line. Mr. Jeff Boswell. Jeff, are you there? Yes, and I've been an important member for a very long time. Yep, one of my members. Uh, And uh, Mr. Steven Crowder, are you there? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm here, but um, I got to be honest with you. I I see what you were doing there. You were um, introducing us alphabetically, but I feel like I've been in more bands with you than Jeff. And I feel like we've been playing together a little bit longer. So I think it would be a nice touch to be like, and our most senior member of the band, Steven Crowder. I think that would have been a nice way to start the podcast. But uh, I'm here. That probably would have been a good way. I think I think what Tony was actually trying to do was make it to make it to look like that he wanted Stephen to think that I was more important. I, that's Tony. how it felt. Well, actually, I w- I wasn't trying to do it in alphabetical order. Well, I, I just thought of I just thought of Jeff first. I was more important than Tony, not Stephen. Oh, that's true. But I already said my name at the very beginning. Oh, that's true. So each of you, let's yep. start with senior member, Mr. Stephen Crowder. Uh, stay tuned. Now you're just now you're just um, patronizing me. Let's start with Jeff. <laughs> okay, Jeff. Jeff, state your name, your role in the band, your astrological sign, and then I have an icebreaker for you. I am Jeff, and I play guitar. I sing a little bit when it's needed, and I'm a, I'm an Aquarius. Nice. Um, icebreaker. I just just something kind of fun. What's your favorite type of gun? Um. Whatever they used on Star Wars, absolute favorite. Nice, phaser. You know, you know how they made that noise, by the way. Uh, uh, with some aluminum foil or something like that. They, they, you know, those big metal cables that hang off telephone poles to kind of keep them steady on the ground. They were hitting oh, yeah. that. That's the noise. Crazy, uh, dorky. Um, Stephen Crowder. To interject. Have, have y'all guys? Have y'all seen the? Uh, guy i think on instagram that has things that sound like chewbacca it's a great site you never have (laughs) i'm gonna insert one into the podcast right here hey i'm gonna insert it now and you guys act like you heard it okay okay here it is (laughs) man that was good good, yeah that's a great idea uh steven your band role your your role your sign and your favorite type of gun all right thank you uh my name is steven crowder spelled with a v um, I've, uh, this band or other bands, like, cause uh, you know, I've, I've played drums, I've played keys, uh, do a little bit of background. Um, in this particular band, Canyon Arrow, which is one of my favorites, I play keyboard bass, but, um, like, you know, I just can't stay boxed in for too long. So I'm trying to take it to the next level. So this, uh, next round, I'm going to be playing keytar bass. And, uh, if you ask about my favorite gun, I'd have to say the love gun that has a zipper on it. If you know what I mean? Ooh, it's cased. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. You know, Kitar is taking yeah. it to the next level. Um, yeah. Are you, uh, who inspires you? Who's your Kitar bass uh, mentor? Um, you know, there's um, a lot of them. Um, one of them, a lot of people don't know this, uh, the band Toto that was uh, really known for their bass chops. Uh, the guy's name was, uh, I believe his name was Daber Hungry. 
or Dave hung, hungry. Uh, it was actually, from what I understand, he did the bass parts in the studio, but then they came back and replaced them with uh, keyboard bass. I think the guy's name was Philip Lawrence. And uh, when I started hearing those records, it's like, I want to be that guy. I like, I don't need the praise. You know, I don't need to be known as David Hungry, but um, those chops were, were there. And I saw the I saw the pictures of you. You were like two years old with a bit, with a guitar. Yeah. It was pretty yeah. cool. Um, yeah. It's like I wasn't really, you know, into sports. I mean, you know, I won a few medals when I was a kid, but like when every time I wasn't on the field of competition, I was uh, in there. Just making my own beats with the guitar. Yeah. So uh, you you mentioned this. We have big news. We have a show coming up November eighth at the Five Spot in Nashville. It's Canyonero, our alt country cover band. Well, uh, name some of the uh, the artists we'll be covering. You guys just spit them out, man. Jay Yeah, yeah. Wilco, like a punch in the face. Yep. Jayhawks. Ryan Adams. Yeah. We got to talk about Ryan uh, Adams in a minute. And we'll be doing Ryan Adams pre-texting uh, PR disaster. And uh, I think he's come a long way since then. Yeah. You know, he's been canceled. But we're a cover band that covers 96 through 2001. And at that point, he was not canceled. So I think it's okay. Right. And, you know, it's something, too, that's really special about the show is like we're a cover band and uh, there's a cover this time, guys. Ah, that's right. There is a cover. There's a ten dollar cover. And, but, and so I don't know how to tell my friends, be like, hey, we're a cover band because we're going to be playing covers. Or is it, hey, guys, we're a cover band. It's ten dollars to get in. Or maybe we're Which playing a great deal for this level of talent. I mean, that's a good deal. Yeah. And it could be that we're undercover. Like we're detectives, but we're undercover trying to bust the five spot. And we're just, yeah. yeah. Well, and also it could be like we're undercover because a band of our talent level really should be about 15 or $20. That's true. Oh, that's true. Undercover. Yeah. Yes. We're, in, we're, we're in way under. It's a, it's a value. Yeah. It's a value proposition. We're a commodity. We're a commodity band. That's right. So we've got, a, a, you know, Tom Petty's going to be part of it. Now, here's a, here's a question for you guys. Tom Petty has been around a long time. He's not technically one of those bands, but that song, uh, We're Going to Do Walls, that came out in 1996. So Uncle Tupelo was playing back then. So does that, do you guys feel that we're cheating or we're bending the rules there? Or is he like the godfather? He was a great guy. Um, the, the question, and I probably asked this to Jeff, if that's all right, Tony. Sure. Did, um, did, Tom Petty have a hit after he broke his hand? Uh, I, can't remember, I can't remember when he broke, he broke his hand, but I will say this. We're charging a cover, and that's like rule number one in terms of if you take your band seriously, you have to charge money. So it's a testament to how serious we are. Yeah, are you doing, are you doing dishes? I am uh, I'm grabbing the wrong dish in order to separate uh, these pumpkin seeds that I am separating right now because I'm very well rounded. Is that getting is that part of getting ready for the show? Yeah, that's cool. I'm gonna yeah. sit seeds at the audience to kind of like show some youthful rebellion since we're a little bit older. That's a good idea. Yeah. So Jeff, you actually play. You know, we're doing some Wilco songs. 
I heard that you actually played music with the original drummer from that played on Box Full of Letters. Isn't that yeah, right? And he was a he was the drummer for uh, Uncle Tupelo on their what I think is their last album and tour. Also, nice. Now, do, have you told him that our our by the way our drummer Clay Wood is rehearsing right now, so he can't be here. But have you told this gentleman? It's Coomer, right? Isn't that yes, his name? Yes, Mr. Ken Coomer, in another cover band, covering God of My Voices. Now, have you told him that Clay is going to be playing his songs? Has he approved it? Uh, I have not. Because what I'm hoping is what will probably happen, although I don't know, it's very, you know, we're very popular. So the word could get around that we're doing these covers, but uh, I'm hoping he doesn't find out about it. Hey, Jeff, um, it's just a small town, and I know word will get around this. Uh, Coomer, does he know David Hungry? Because he lives in Nashville, from what I understand. Um, I don't. I know he knows who David Hungry is, and I would enjoy uh, seeing if you could reach out to uh, Mr. Coomer and say, hey, or do you know Mr. Hungry? Yeah, yeah. And so, and from what I understand, Toto, is, Toto's a yeah, big influence Hungry did for us. play live. Hungry did play, like, on stage live. Yes. He did play on the tours. That is correct. That's amazing. Well, Stephen and I, you know, we're doing um, some heartbreakers from Ryan Adams, and we saw Gillian Welch and Dave Rawlings at backstage at Bonnaroo one time. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk to them, nor did they see us, but we no, were there. No, we were undercover. Though. Like, that's how we. Wonder if they looking... subconsciously though and thought about it. Yeah. Well, you know what? Honestly, they'll see us and they'll hear us because they own Woodland Studios, um, you know, Which right behind the five spot. Right so, and like we were watching, it was like, you know, we knew that as a band we were going to move fast. And it's like, how do people act backstage? And that's why we were kind of back there. Uh, you know what? I think before we, we yeah, play we, that song in the set, we should go next door to Woodland and, and get them. And see bring if them they want to record it. Yeah. They might want to record it. What about you, Steve? Have you, have you ever hung out with any of the people in these famous bands that we're covering? Um, yeah, um, several times I've uh, been around Mr. Hungry and um, uh, Mr. Coomer and I, we actually bonded years ago. And I think Jeff remembers this over um, our love of Michael Bolton. Um, we would literally talk on the phone for extended periods of time because at the time I was the... Uh, president of the uh, Michael Bolton fan club of middle Tennessee. And uh, funny enough, Coomer called and, you know, we started talking and, you know, I found out that he was a musician and uh, of course I knew he loved Michael Bolton. Why else would he be calling me randomly at this point? You know, we hadn't played a lot of shows back then. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a small world. That's amazing. Cause and you we know, we met, we met through language. the Michael Bolton fan club too. That That's right. And you know, honestly, uh, do you remember, like, full circle, uh, we went to an in-store at the basement with mm -hmm. Mr. Boswell was playing in a band, and I think Mr. Coomer, I think we all hung out. Yeah, and we talked about Michael Bolton. We did, we did. And also, that's, um, Jeff and I go pretty far back, too. That's where another band we were in uh, did a video shoot at uh, the original, well, the second incarnation of Grammys. Which was, yes. which was the second? The one, oh, the one above the basement. Above the basement. Yeah. That was the second one. Oh yeah, I wasn't here before that. Fireball. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it was a 
great band. I've never met any of the Jayhawk. I've never met a Jayhawk before. My wife hung out with Rhett Miller from Old 97s one time. Um, oh, how many years ago? It was last night. Like six, six, oh, okay. <laughs> I think um, it maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm not real. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, um, he's an artist. He just, uh, yeah. yeah. I did, you know what, uh, Scotty Thurston from The Heartbreakers. Uh, I actually did meet him one time. Very nice guy. He's probably going to come to the show. Um, In yeah. fact, I think all these people we're mentioning are probably coming, right? Brett Miller, Ryan Adams, he yeah, said he's going to come. Are. I think they are. Yeah. You know, and, and I hate to reopen wounds, but I think that the five spot's a little too close to a school for Mr. Adams to come. But uh, I think he could FaceTime. That's a great idea. We should face we should FaceTime all of them in. Well, we we would have everybody would feel safe. Yeah, we'll have a we'll have a screen just for people who've been canceled, and even fans, <laughs> even fans that are on Maybe the list. A seating section, a seating section for yeah. Those That's a great idea. Um, so we've got a great uh, we've got Mondo Sands who's going to play before us, along with uh, Elena Lorraine. Uh, I don't think they're on any of those lists, so I think they can be there in person. Yeah, that's a heavy stack of talent. That's a that's a, a talent stack. So, what do you feel like um, is going to happen that night, Jeff? Like, what what are you trying to get out of uh, the show on uh, on election day? By the way, November eighth is election day. You can vote gonna, during the show. We're going to get a lot of money, and yeah. I'm, okay, I'm going to be responsible, and I'm going to. I got a couple of credit card balances and I'm going to use this show to pay off my credit card just to show everybody that it can be done. That's great. That's beautiful. That's awesome. What about, uh, Stephen, what about you? Well, um, I think it's going to be electric. Um, I think the energy is going to just go beyond the walls of the five spot. I think that, uh, there's going to be a line out the door. Um, I think people are going to keep coming. And I think that we need to uh, make sure that they leave the doors open because, you know, let's face it, uh, you know, in economic times, $10 isn't cheap for everybody, but we're a great band. But I feel like if people want to listen to our music and are outside without all the accoutrements of the luxury venue, they should be entitled to hear our music. I agree. Um, yeah. What are um, you going to yeah, do, it's Tony? A, You know. What are you expecting? I'm expecting... Probably a record deal, and yeah. and then maybe getting show. getting play. I, I want to get one of the songs placed in a movie, but then I realized that a, wouldn't help us at all. Yeah, but that's not hard to do. Yeah, some of our. You know, I, I, it also sounds like Stephen. Are you at a uh, at a dog fight? Are you are you making money that way? I hear uh, I hear a canine. Well, no, there's. Um, I, I am surrounded by dogs, and in fact. Currently, I'm actually in a dog pen, um, but just to get some writing in, because like we call it covers, but like that whole sound list, you know, song list that you gave us, I go through and I rewrite it to make it my own. So I'm actually out at Henry Hit Henry Gordon State Park writing um, for, right now. I'm working on waiting on the sun. And because and, uh, and because it's all country, you need the environment for inspiration. You need that outdoor environment in the South. Yeah. It, kept, it helps me keep like my mind open because sometimes somebody will be like, "Hey man, 
the song's in the key of C. And I'll be like, no, it's not, bro. It's in the key of A minor. And so I just like to, you know, add my little parts. Yeah. I'm with you. All right. Well, um, we, uh, so what we're going to do is fans, we're going to, we're going to check back in with you a little bit before the show, but go ahead and put it on your calendar. It's an early show, uh, six o'clock first downbeat. Um, that'll be Mondo and Elena doing some stuff and then we'll come on and we're going to blow your minds and, uh, you'll be in bed by 10. Hey, Tony, I don't know if you can still hear me or not. Uh, I can, yeah. What's uh? It sounds like uh, an airplane is flying by. Yeah, actually got a chainsaw. Cutting fuel. You're in the dog. You're in a dog pen working on music with a chainsaw. Yeah, can you hear it? I can. Yeah. Um, but real quick question for you: When is this going to go live? This is probably going to go live. Um, I don't know what's what's today. The twenty-first of October, probably in the next couple of days. Okay, killer. Because I know I've been uh, people have been calling me, saying like, "Hey, when I heard you guys had a gig," um, and I, I know y'all usually do a podcast. Yep. Yeah, the fans have been asking for one for a long time, but you know, we can't give too much art because when you give too much art, you know. Yeah. Then in your street artist, and we're not. We're not, we're def, we're not street artists, even though people think we are, but we're not. <laughs> All right, Jeff, anything else to say to the fans before we uh, before we head out for the evening and rehearse? Uh, I'm just going to, you know, after this gig, everybody's going to kind of look at us different, see us in a different light. And I just want everybody to know we're still the same people, so don't be afraid to approach us. Don't think that you're not good enough. That's Cause... beautiful. I, yeah. That is beautiful. Steven, Jeff, it's been great. Hey, you know, I'd like to add just a piggyback off of Jeff's beautiful thought. Um, the other thing is I want the fans to realize that, you know, we probably won't see each other again until we actually meet on stage for that energy. But we've been practicing about three times a week for what, the last? 52 weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Close to it. Um, and I just, you know, like we don't play to get a pat on the back. But uh, like I want them to appreciate and know the work that we put in. Like it's not like we just we could just show up and be great, but we think more of our fans than to do that. And especially, you know, we've been uh, practicing three times a week, three hours a time for yeah, fifty-two weeks minimum. on just these twelve songs. And not to talk about like we've been working from home a lot too. Yeah. Well, we all moved um, in together. Uh, to to prepare for this show, so maybe that's yeah. you know it will be nice to get back to our houses after it's over. Yeah, and there were some good times and some bad times. Yeah, like that time maybe in I, like that time in the tub. Yeah. Maybe I stay in the house. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, guys, it's gonna be great. Yeah. Hey, we gotta do we gotta do break. We gotta do you know how you put your hands in the middle. We gotta do it. Okay, what should we break on? Um, to a standing ovation. That's all I want. It's like at the end of the show, I want to get a standing ovation from the crowd. Okay, fans, if you hear this, that's our request to you. We're going to give it our all. Yeah. We need you to give us a standing ovation. I mean, that would mean so much. I would take that with me the rest of my life. And if, and you're, already, if you're already standing at that point, don't sit down. Um, actually yeah. stay standing and clap yeah 
And not and not like not like the 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 jazz claps. Not none of that. Real claps. As loud as you could possibly do. Like that's what we got. And if we don't get a standing ovation, we didn't earn it. Well, we will. And I know that's raising the I know that's raising the bar high, but I mean we we can get it. We can get there, guys. We can do it. All right, let's break on standing O. Okay, standing O. Yep. Standing O. One, two, three. Standing O. Standing O. Tony Weeks and the Tony Weeks Podcast. Featuring Tony Weeks.